0: Five, four, three,
1: two, one. One. Hi, everybody.
0: Good morning. How's it doing? God bless you. It's good. Thank you for coming and You're viewing welcome. us and watching us. And I haven't mentioned anyone that's listening to the podcast. So some of you are watching us on YouTube. Some of you have opted out to listen to it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure how that is nowadays because a lot of people are home. So maybe you just watched the video anyways, two words before. Maybe you're driving to work or at work and you're listening to the podcast. Maybe you're still at work. So this is on a podcast and YouTube.
1: Amen. You know? But Thank you. Thank you for your your continuance of listening to us um, and just making us part of your day to everybody. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think that's, that's awesome because we definitely look forward to it. That's for sure.
0: Today is a Monday evening for us. Monday night. And Tuesday for you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, uh, we're going to do this, you know, as, as we're doing life together in a sense, you know, with, with these devotionals, Monday through Friday. And we like to put a good word in and break these scriptures down and, and most of all, making them relevant to your life. You know, that's the most I'm not going to say it's the most important thing, but it's a very important thing: is to get scripture and see how it pertains to our everyday life now, you know, and and also how to read it in context of what they're saying and who wrote it, why it was written, what was going on, and then you translate it into how that can be relevant for us. Amen. So that's what we try to do. Amen. So that's a lot of amens, woman. Amen. Amen.
1: amen, amen. <laughs> What's that little girl say? Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Something oh, like you forgot? Yeah, because she hasn't posted that much, so I don't get to watch her that much anymore. Oh. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: you go. So we're going to um talk about this scripture, break this thing down, really try to get an understanding. Because another thing is when you read scriptures, you can't just... Speed read it. You know, it's it's like getting a good steak and just swallowing the whole thing without tasting it. You know, That'd you, w- you want to taste it, you know. Well, p- some people just cut it and eat it like they're in the army or something. You ain't in the army anymore. Well, maybe, maybe you're in the army right now watching this. But you, if you are, you're probably...
1: That was a weird analogy because you don't have to just be in the army to eat a steak all crazy.
0: Yeah, because they're in a hurry.
1: Oh, I get it.
0: Or if you're in prison, but... If you're in an army of prison, you're you probably steak not eating steak steaks. Prison? I never had no steak.
1: <laughs> that's a bad. Yeah, it's a bad example. bad example. But I
0: guess what I meant is I've seen inmates get out and they eat like they're still in the chow hall,
1: mm.
0: and because some some places depending on what facility you're at they make you eat fast, and you're so used to eating like that that you're out now, and you sit down to eat with your family and you eat it in two minutes and you're done and you can't even enjoy the dinner. So what I'm saying is. Read slow, slow slow down, and really taste what it is we're reading.
1: Savor. Savor it.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to 2 Kings. This is the Old Testament. 2 Kings chapter 4. And we're going to read a little Mm. story. It's verse 1 through 7. It's a short story. And uh, we're going to see what we can get out of this. Okay. Um. It says, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Is one alone there? Mm -hmm. Can you read one?
1: I'm reading out of the Message Bible. And the message says, One day, the wife of a man from the guild of prophets called out to Elijah, Elisha, sorry. Your servant, my husband, is dead. You well know what a good man he was, devoted to God. And now the man whom he was in debt is on his way to collect by taking my two children as slaves. gets too loud on this side. It does? Yeah.
0: So this woman... Um, they're going to take her two sons to be slaves to Somebody that she owed money to So in verse 2 This is what the prophet Elisha says So Elisha said to her What shall I do for you? Tell me What do you have in the house? And she answered Your maidservant has nothing in the house But a jar of oil Is it separate there?
1: Mm-hmm. It says Elisha said I wonder how I can be of help Tell me what do you have in your house? She said nothing. Well, I do have a little oil.
0: Okay. So these these people want to take her two sons and she was all, he's like what do you have? What do you have? You know sometimes we do that we're like man we'd have to have a garage sale or something what do what we have? What do I have pawn? Yeah, what do I have? What do I put on eBay, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know?
1: Yeah, let go or whatever yeah. Facebook So market.
0: she's like I, I got a jar of oil. So in verse 3 then he said Then he said, go and borrow vessels. Remember, vessels are like vases or like containers. Mm -hmm. Go and borrow vessels from everywhere, from all of your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Is three separate?
1: No, it's with four.
0: Okay, and then four. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into those vessels. It poured into all those, the, the oil, the one oil she did have, poured into all those vessels and set aside the full ones.
1: It says, here's what you do, said Elisha, go up and down the street and borrow jugs and bowls from all your neighbors and not just a few, all you can get. Then come home and lock the door behind you, you and your sons, pour oil into each container when each is full, set it aside. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Verse five. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Verse six. Is six separate or together?
1: It's five and six together. Okay.
0: So verse six. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased.
1: She did, what, she did what he said. She locked the door behind her and her sons. As they brought the containers to her, she filled them. When all the jugs and bowls were full, she said to one of her sons, another jug, please. He said, that's it. There are no more jugs. Then the oil stopped.
0: And then finally, verse 7. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons live on the rest
1: she went and told a story to the man of god and he said go sell the oil and make good on your debts live both you and your sons on what's left
0: okay so we're just going to kind of summarize this story this woman she was a widow you know her her husband was a servant of god mm. and she's a widow and you know, she, whatever reason she had debt and the debtor, cause at that time in the tradition back then, if you couldn't pay your bill, they would take you or your children to be slaves until they worked that money down, yeah. the debt down. And, uh, so a lot of times it would be up to seven years. And, uh, so they're like, she's like, I, I already lost my husband and now they're going to take my sons. Yeah. You know, and, and I love that with the prophet said, he goes, what do you have? So that's the first question. Before we go on, you know, ask ourselves that is what is it that we have? What do you have? You know, if you had a spiritual closet, what do you have? Because I think that that's what God is asking at this time in this moment right now. You know, what is it that you have to offer? What do you have that's of value that could be of value to somebody mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could be anything. It could be your skills. It can be your your, your passions. It can be um, a lot of things. I know actually. one thing
1: that everybody has right now. What's that? Practically everybody has time. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. We have time. Wow. And that's huge.
0: Yeah. So the prophet, I thought you were going to say toilet paper. But with the prophet, I mean, all all seriousness, though, I mean, you're right. Yeah,
1: it's time.
0: So what is it that we do? You know, so the prophet says, what do you have? What do you have in this house? And she's like, she looks around. She goes, all I have is this oil, Yeah. this oil, you know? And um, I love what he says. He goes, you know what? Get some empty vessels. Get some empty vases. Matter of fact, go go down the street to your neighbors. Ask your neighbor. Ask the person across the street. Ask the person behind you. Get all of their empty vessels and bring them. You know. And, and here's the thing, right? This is what jumped out at me as we read it. Because she goes, I, I don't have nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And he goes, Matter of fact, go borrow vessels from everywhere, all your neighbors, empty vessels, and don't gather just a few. He, he's like, don't, I'm not talking about one or two or three. I mean, as many as you can. you know, As many as you can. And this is the part that, that jumped out at me. He goes, and then when you come, when you bring all those vessels, shut the door, and I want you to pour your one into those vessels. right? And here's the part of the faith. And set aside the ones that are full. Mm-hmm. So he's already speaking faith here.
1: Yeah.
0: Because she has a little, like, I imagine, like, um, you know how we fill up that avocado oil you did? Remember you bought those little, mm-hmm. I don't Glass know. containers? Yeah, with the cool little cork top or whatever. And um, did we fill those at Winco or what do we do?
1: No, uh, I just buy the, uh, the oil separate and then I pour it, it in into there. those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's little glasses we should have had for this demonstration, but. Um, that little thing, and he's like, I want you to borrow different sizes, big, big vases, little vases, whatever you can. And as they get full, put them to the side. That was a word of faith already spoken, already,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you know. Because she, and I love the fact that you know what, she didn't question it,
1: yeah.
0: She didn't question it, guys. She didn't question it,
1: just went in and did it. She didn't even bother saying. Well, I said that all I have is a little oil, so why would I need all those jars? Yeah. Well,
0: this is a good example. There's your water, your water bottle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a vessel. So imagine if I said, what do you got in here, Sharon? And she goes, well, I... You know, because especially, you know, good now, because a few days ago, nobody had water in the stores. Yeah. And if the prophet comes to, Sharon, what do you got? And you'd be like, well, um, I got this last bottle of water. And he's like, oh, okay. Why don't you go to the neighbor's and get all the five-gallon water bottles you can find. And Mm -hmm. don't just get a few of them. Get a lot of them. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to get those vessels in here. You're going to get those five-gallon bottles. You're going to close that door. And I want you to start pouring in them. And as they fill up, put them to the side. Mm -hmm. That That is faith. So what does she do? She doesn't question it. She tells her boys, go. And sends her boys, you know, and sends them off.
1: And I, and I love the fact that right now everybody has time you know and it's almost like he's saying what gifts do you have what can you do mm-hmm. at a time like this what is it that you can bring that can you know where when you extend your hand what can you do to help others what can you do with this time right now this this and there and I see so many people I was I was uh, watching one of the the president um, when they were talking about the the coronavirus today and he was talking about how how proud he was to see people that they can't do anything else but what they could do was give time to the to the seniors and going to put bags of food outside their door and just leaving and leaving it for senior citizens um, going to help them in any way like you know even speaking through them to them through windows yeah. you know and and being able to take a list or stuff like that somebody mm-hmm. had mentioned that too and I think that's so cool because it's like a lot of the time we're we're always so busy and we think like what gift do we have yeah. what can we do yeah you know like I couldn't find any hand sanitizer anywhere. So I made my own and, you know, and got some over to my mom and my grandma, you know, little things. What mm-hmm. can we do to help in any yeah. way that we can? And right now it's almost like he's gift-seeking. Like he's allowing you to see what gifts you have within you. I'm seeing mm-hmm. people baking and doing this. They're like, I have to bake my own bread because there's no bread in the stores. Yeah. And, you know, I'm seeing people make their own... um their own baby wipes. They're mm-hmm. making their own wipes because they can't find stuff. People are making their own masks. Nurses are making their own masks. Yeah. Sewing their own things. It's like people are stepping out and finding themselves doing things that they've never thought they'd be doing before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so she goes. She went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And what does she do? She began to pour them. Yeah. She starts pouring in them. And all of a sudden, can you imagine those five-gallon things that you have?
1: Yeah.
0: You start pouring this. There had to be a moment where she like, one
1: little bottle how is
0: like... this thing filling up?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Whoa, that got full. Why is there more? And she don't question it. She puts it to the side.
1: Bring me another Son, one. Son,
0: bring me another one. Yeah. Starts pouring. Sure, it's going to run out. It's going to run out. And it just boom, 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 boom. It keeps filling up. And it fills up. And she's like, I got more puts that one to the side gets the next one you know Mm -hmm. so there's an activation of faith that starts happening you know
1: but you know what's beautiful though you know what i love from this story though that the moment it finished that she did it she she didn't expect more run to go get more it was sufficient yeah you know and i think that there comes a time when god gives us What we need and it's sufficient enough and it keeps us humble. Yeah, and I really truly believe if she really wanted, she could have been like, go run and go get more, you know, and something. But the thing is, is that it was sufficient, and and she was blessed by that. Yeah,
0: because it says now it came to pass when the vessels were full. So all of them, all of them that she had, and she said to her son, "Bring me another one," because it wasn't emptying out, you know. And he said to her, "There isn't any other." And all of a sudden the oil ceased. It ceased. You know, that's what you were saying right yes. there. And so the man of God says, you know what? That's enough. Now go pay your debt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And whatever's left over is yours to live off of. Yeah.
1: He provi- it, it provided sustenance for even after mm-hmm. she paid her debt.
0: Yeah, you know, and in the same way, you know, whatever it is you're going through right now, you know, and, and it's like, uh, well, even if it's your physical stuff you have or your spiritual things you have, and I don't, I don't want to make a whole thing about this because I've talked about this a few times in the video, but I want to kind of footnote that, as I have said before, um, I question doing these devotionals every day because I said, I'm going to run out of material to talk about for Sunday's. But matter of fact, the more I do devotionals, the more sermons keep pouring out because God doesn't, he wants you to be a a, a funnel. Mm -hmm. This is what I mean by that, is if you're a funnel, a funnel's not a hoarder, a funnel can't hoard because it's something that's pouring in and it pours It pours out, pours in and pours out. And the more that you pour out, the more that gets poured in. You know, like the other day I was changing my oil and um, when you, oil can be kind of thick and and the funnel is kind of thin toward the bottom. So I poured and it was pouring, I was pouring so fast that it started filling up. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? You have to stop pouring and then you let the oil go down. And that's what happens, right? Is that the bigger the... the bigger funnel we are, the more that oil just pours through mm-hmm. and God will pour more and God will pour more and God will pour more. But if like you become... Yeah, but if you notice, the funnel I have is huge on top, but on the bottom, it's super thin. Yeah. So what happens is that oil bottlenecks. So you don't want a spiritual bottleneck. I want to be a, a gaping uh, uh, um, funnel to say, Lord, bring it on pour it you know pour it and, and and allow me to be a funnel to pour into others and you know so we
1: want to pour like a, a funnel but we also want to be like an atm because it has value mm-hmm. you know you can deposit and withdraw and it's something of value as well you know which yeah. is really really important i like that though the the funnel that's really cool because it's true. I've seen it when I put it in a little too fast and I'll like, go, oh, yeah, I think I put it in too fast. Yeah. It's like little bubbles out. Yeah. yeah, so
0: in the same way, man, you know um, there's so many times that you might be've I've done this a, a couple times where like I'm not the type to I don't just give money to just anybody that asks, but if I've seen people hungry, I remember that lady I saw that was real hungry um and i was looking through the trash yeah she was an older woman and and she found a plate of somebody's breakfast and was scraping the little eggs that were on it and i'm like uh ma'am are you hungry she goes yeah i said hold on what do you want let me get you some you know and i got her something in the gas station i gave it to her i gave her wings or no uh, chicken chicken strips chicken. chicken strips you know and you know what's crazy as hungry she was going through the garbage that when I gave that to her, I think it was like a five or six piece. Remember the right here? where they mm-hmm. have the yeah. crispy chicken? Yeah, and
1: there was a the other lady that was there.
0: Yeah, and immediately she called another lady to come eat with her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And it's like, um, my, anyways, my point is this. That day, I didn't have a whole lot of money, you know? But honestly, I wasn't to the point where I was going to eat out of a garbage, so... Somebody needed it more than I did, you know, and I ended up getting her that chicken with some of the gas money I was going to use, you know, but my point is this, is that I ended up getting blessed with gas anyway, you know, because the more that pours out, God pours in, you know, and that's just, that's just a principle. God is a God of multiplication. He doesn't do addition. He multiplies. You know, he will take the one thing you have and make more out of it. Now, do people try to manipulate it and say, I have heard people say, well, give $100 and God will send you 10000 That's not what I'm talking about at all. I am not talking about that. Um, but I'm talking about this principle where this woman, this widow, had enough faith in, in this prophet that if the prophet said to go and get empty vessels and fill them up with your little bottle of oil, then she had faith and faith was activated. Amen. You know, and, and something beautiful happens, you know. And it's like um, like for instance, us doing these devotionals, it's a way of pouring out.
1: Yeah.
0: Sunday sermon, it's a way of pouring out. The website I work on, a way of pouring out. All of these are 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 ways to pour out the gospel because i know that god will give more messages god will give more more pour out
1: and deposit into into you guys pour out and deposit to even some that we may not even know you know and and then in turn we're blessed to be a blessing so then in turn you too can bless somebody with that word you too can bless somebody with what it is that you have been poured into and we can it can continue
0: yeah
1: and continue doing the same thing
0: exactly you know and and that is why in a time like this we can continue to do these devotionals even though things aren't normal because i'm like lord um i'm not gonna stop your word from pouring out
1: Yeah, amen.
0: You know, people are worried how this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Everybody has bills. Everybody has, you know, things they're worried about. Uh, A lot of people aren't working. You know, a lot of things. There's a lot of things to worry about. If if you really want to worry, oh, there's a lot to worry about.
1: Oh, yes, there is. Trust me.
0: But can you imagine allowing those things and all of a sudden we stop doing devotionals because of it? Or we stop having Sunday service, or we stop having Wednesday Bible study. I feel like, as long as we stay busy for the kingdom, He stays busy for us.
1: Amen. You know it's so true though because, you know, today I was I became a crybaby today. Okay, you guys, because I was actually watching the whole the whole senators. Uh, the whole senators go back and forth and everything today. Three hours, I literally watched it because I really wanted to hear what they had to say. And it did bring me to tears, um, some of the the way they reflected and the way they spoke and just different people, whether it, it wasn't even just the Republicans and it wasn't just, you know, it was just everybody that was there for this legislation and the things that they shared, they shared emails and stories. But yet then, right before that, a few hours before that, I had just spoken to my boss, Mm -hmm. you know, and my boss pretty much saying, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to shut everything down, like not even be able to work from home. And I was really excited that I was going to be able to work from home. He had to uh, let go of, of some people. And I was like, oh, man, you know. Um, but instead, you know, it, to me, my heart went out and I said, listen, I'm at home anyways, you know, and I'll volunteer two hours a week or whatever I can to help you so that you can stay afloat because that's what we do. You know, I don't want to see, I just got hired there and I love this job, you know, and, and they love me there. I don't want to go anywhere, but we got to help each other out at times like this and I said, "Listen, I'll I'll help you know with the billing and being able to keep things up and everything, at least you know, two or 3 hours a week." And he was so grateful for that. Yeah. You know, so grateful for that. And even though for myself I just kind of feel like, "Well, I just kind of lost my job, but in a sense I didn't because I'm just going to hang in there until I can go back." But I know I have a peace in my heart. Like I'm so at peace with everything, you know. Yeah. And I want to help keep them afloat. And I'm just like, we can we can make this happen. We can do this together. Yeah. You know, and I'm just so happy because I was at peace. And then I started to see all the a lot of things that are going on and everything around the world and hear the stories that people are going through. It broke my heart. Yeah. It was really, really heartbreaking, you know, to hear a lot of these stories. But it reminded me that we need to stay. And have faith, and yeah. have that peace in our hearts.
0: Yeah, I was I was talking to Pastor Rick, who is a, he's a part of Grace International. He has the church in Reno, uh, Reno, Nevada. So I was asking him how things are going because they don't have a church building. They actually have service at a high school. I think it's a high school. Or it's a it's school an
1: auditorium. It's a big auditorium, it's a,
0: like a gymnasium. Yeah. And so every Sunday, they got to put chairs out, put the podium, put the sound system out, and then after, they got to put all that stuff away, you know, and um, we're just talking about some of the hardships, and um, he says, yeah, you know, he was, uh, my son's an engineer, so he helped me, you know, put everything online because he didn't have an online church at yeah. all. And
1: there was a lot of churches that did it. And I guess you told me that they have to reach a certain amount of people. Yeah, better.
0: that's a that's a hurdle he has. He goes, I found out you need a thousand subscribers just to get on YouTube Live. Wow. You know, and um, which, you know, we've been on YouTube for a long time, so that w- I didn't realize that was an issue. You yeah. know, I think we're at six thousand subscribers, so yeah. that wasn't that was a non-issue. But like him, you know, he all he could do was go Facebook Live, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, either way, he he um, his son brought a computer and, I mean, everything to wow. set him up, you wow. know, just to do that. And his son's the not blessing. even a believer. Wow. You know, and, and right now his son's to the point where he just doesn't believe in God and this and that. And, you know, as a parent, you're going to have faith in your and in, 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 your children are going to come to faith, Amen. especially. Amen. And he goes, it was a big deal for my son that doesn't believe to hear of the church is shutting down and say, dad, I'm going to hook you up.
1: Yeah. That's how, that's how my, my kids were. Yeah. My kids, my kids even asked because I mean, even though they're not going to church, my older kids in Southern California, they're concerned, you know, they're Mm -hmm. all like, mom, what's going on with the church? What did you guys have to do? And I told them we had to shut it down for now. Um, And they were like, you know, I don't, we don't want you to stress, you know, please don't stress, you know, and just, just a lot of things. And, Just to see that our children would step in and just, you know, and be understanding is a huge thing. Yeah, so
0: we were talking about it, and he was asking about our situation. And and I told him, and he agreed. I said, You know, what's crazy about this? I said, Is the fact that, unfortunately, I don't know how long this is going to last, but if this lasts long, um, there's churches that are not going to exist anymore because of this. There's small businesses that are not going to exist because of this. There are self employed people. That are literally living job by job landscapers and this and that that are not gonna yeah, exist. Yeah,
1: hairstyl- hairstylists. Yeah, that you know? are not
0: gonna. It's not gonna survive. I said, and he says, yeah. He goes, and he goes, here's the thing, you know, is that there's big churches that are gonna crumble. He goes because, like, for instance, he goes, him, I, I rent the gymnasium, so if I don't have service, I don't have a rent. So he goes, now I'm just like, man. Thank God I don't have a building, you know, because now he doesn't have to worry about the rent, in in that sense. But yet he still has a congregation watching him online, you know. And I told them, I said, well, you know, even though we do have a building, I told them, we don't have a debt. Like there's churches that are, they're so over budget yeah. that they're gonna collapse. And, and I said they
1: pay a lot, they pay payrolls, they pay yeah, a lot of a overhead, a
0: lot of stuff, you yeah. know. And I told them we gotta pray for those churches. I said, but, he goes, you know what, to be honest with you though, as pastors, this is two pastors talking, so we're not talking down. We're just two pastors. We have a lot of pastor friends within our Grace International yeah. that do have big churches. you know. And, um, and he says, but you know what? He goes, um, the church is going to learn through this. Yeah. That maybe some things were in excess that didn't have to be. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the way God wants it. Because sometimes you got to be stripped down to get to the bare bones of what it is we're doing.
1: Sometimes things have to finish to stay humble. Yeah. He gives you just plenty of what we need and not more. Because if he keeps giving us too much more and more and more, then we become prideful and we become very... how do you say when you're gluttony? gluttony yeah. Yeah, how, how do you say it in that different way?
0: Glut- I don't know, gluttonous?
1: Gluttonous? I don't know. <laughs> Gl- Glenchance, whatever. Mm. But anyways, you know, it we become sort of like the hoarder in a sense, you yeah. know, where we want more and we want more and we want more, and sometimes more can really ruin us. Yeah. Um. So we have to be careful that there has to be that balance, and I think it is important at the same time, that we remain humble and we stay yeah. humble, you know, it's yeah. so important. You know, when
0: uh, I think about a week ago, I have I have I have like five thousand Facebook friends, and I a lot of them I don't know them. They just follow because they're other churches or other pastors, or maybe I spoke at their church at one point. So friends accumulate, you know, and I don't even know who this person was. Actually, I not I don't even remember the name, even if I wanted to. But they must have been a good sized church mm-hmm. because they said something, and this is like I said a week ago, and so much has happened in a week, so maybe they're humbled more now, you know. But when everybody is talking about churches going online, churches going online, this person made a statement of, he goes, Yeah, how many churches are going online? He goes, I mean, like really going online, not just using your phone. Because some of the higher, bigger churches, they have cameras yeah, and multiple yeah. cameras and they have a media guy and camera switching and like the scripture pops up and. Yeah.
1: And we got know, a phone and we, you, you see know, me trying to make it larger and smaller.
0: Yeah. And this person was like, yeah, how many churches can go online? But I mean, really go online, not just a phone, you know? And I'm just like, I've been using a phone for nine years, dude. You know what I mean? And it's like. What's you guys still the love us,
1: right? What's the difference?
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> What's the substance? What is it that we're putting out there, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, it's, it's things like that, that I'm like, our church is built to survive. We're built to survive because we don't built have-
1: Built on spreads. <laughs> we don't have an
0: over-lavish church building. And it's like, maybe at one point I, I toyed with the idea, like, man, it'd be nice to have this big building. It'd be nice. But you know what I'm telling you right now? Thank God. Thank God that we have a uh, we have a shell of a warehouse that we have made beautiful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we have yikes, yeah. A,
0: a smartphone for our camera to do our lives, but you know what? We're going to last.
1: Yeah. We We're going to last bills. we got this. our little bills. We got, a, you know, our little overhead, you know, of, of bills, but not of staff or anything like that. Thank God, we, I don't have to pay you a <laughs> a salary or anything. You know, there's there's none of that. You know, I think the most important, like I was telling somebody today, I said, if our bills get shut off literally at the church, well, then so be it. But what I don't want to miss out is on our building payment, you know, and that's why I told her today and I said, I could care less because we can always figure out a way to get our bills back on. And I said, but I don't want to lose this shell. I don't want to lose our place of worship.
0: Yeah. That
1: to me is so important. We work so hard. Yeah. We work so hard and God knows. And I'm like, you know, Lord... I go, you know the effort and the time that, and the love that people have put into this place. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're going to continue to be the one to keep that place standing. Praise God for that. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trusting and believing, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, to make this relevant, this story is a lot different for you guys than for me. But for me, I'm like, Lord... What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen here? And I feel like the Lord saying, David, get as many vessels as you can. What do you mean?
1: Wow. What do you mean? Beautiful. What do I
0: got? What do I got? And he says, What do you have? Uh I don't I don't have anything, Lord, but
1: I, I have, I, 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 have I have your word. Ooh.
0: This is what this is what I have. I have your word, Lord. And you're
1: the vessels.
0: Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> okay. Then this oh, is what I want beautiful. you to do. I want you to get as many empty vessels on YouTube as you possibly can, as many on Facebook as you possibly can. He goes, and when they come, I want you to pour, and when they get full, keep pouring and keep oh my pouring. God, that just, you know, that hit me and, hard, and, you guys. and that's what the Lord wow. is telling me just keep pouring, keep yes. pouring, and the debtors are not gonna take nothing. Just keep oh, pouring, wow. just keep pouring, son, just keep pouring you know close that door shut that door close yourself in lock yourself in and you keep pouring that oil and I will cause the oil to keep pouring and here's the thing there's there's for me is that the oil in the old testament has always represented the very presence of the holy <laughs> spirit the anointing of the holy ghost so god is like Son, take what you have and keep pouring into the empty vessels through this, through YouTube. Keep pouring into empty vessels, and I will cause the oil to flow. Yes. You know, and and it's like that's through what it.
1: Podcast through Facebook. Yeah, through everything. Just keep pouring. So I'm yes. like, all right. Oh my gosh. And you
0: yes. know what happens when you start pouring? Have you ever poured into something? You don't pay attention to nothing else around you because you don't want to lose a drop. So what happens is you start focusing on the oil pouring and not on your surroundings. And that's what the Lord, that's what the Lord has me today. Is he's saying, quit forgetting about all this stuff that's going on. What's going to happen out there, guys, it's going to happen. Yeah. What the government's going to do, The government, nobody's knocking and calling and asking me. You know, so I can't change what's going to happen out there. So I can shut myself in and concentrate on the pouring and God is going to take care of the rest. And the last verse, like it says, he goes, then she came and told the man of God. And he says, you know what? Go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest of it. So I don't know who I'm talking to today, but you just got to keep that oil pouring (laughs) with what little you got. You keep the oil pouring
1: what do you have yeah what do you have to pour yeah wow, so that was good that that gave yeah. me chills
0: are they multiplying
1: yeah they're multiplying <laughs> and i'm losing control
0: so guys um i wanted to remind you i'm fleshing out more we're gonna have this i'm calling it a a, 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 a shut-in yeah but shut-in sounds i don't know if everybody knows what that means So I'm debating. I'm making the flyer, actually. I stopped making the flyer to do this video. I'm going to go back to it. Shut down. I am thinking of shutdown. Yeah. So I'm calling it an online shutdown conference.
1: Shut down, get down.
0: (laughs) Um, What do you think about that? In the
1: word of Jesus.
0: Online online lockdown conference 2020. Or something like that.
1: No, because conference just sounds like it's just... Super duper huge thing. It
0: something. is super duper huge.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but
0: or online, just online lockdown
1: 2020, shut down lockdown
0: 2020. Is, isn't that saying the same thing two different ways?
1: Or lockdown 2020, or shut down 2020. We're
0: working on the flyer, guys. But <laughs> I it's know. I I don't you got know a better
1: name. Say it. But
0: is it? It is going to be this. We're going to have Friday sessions, Saturday sessions, and Sunday. Um, What it's going to be is Friday is going to have morning sessions, and then uh, maybe a couple hours off, and then afternoon sessions, and then Friday night service. Mm -hmm. Saturday, Saturday morning sessions, afternoon sessions, and then Saturday service, and then Sunday service. I've already talked to a couple pastors. We got to talk to a few other people. We're going to have, I think Saturday morning, we're going to have our children's. Yeah. Teacher teach, uh, one of the teachers teach. We're going to have, I've still got to lock down something for youth. Um, all these people are going to do this remotely, but Friday night service is going to be at the church, Saturday night service is going to be at the church, and then Sunday service is going to be at the church. Amen. Three different pastors, and and then the, the, the what are they called? The day things? Um, oh, the workshop? Yeah, different workshops. Some are going to be toward women. <laughs> Some are going to be toward you. Some are going to be just different teachings. So I'm building this flyer, and it's going to have everybody's scheduled time. That way you get to pick and choose. You know, I'm not expecting everybody to watch everything. It'd be nice if you do. But yeah. at least you can say, oh, this is for women. This is for me. Or yeah. this is toward and then men. you can
1: tune in at that time you and everything. Tune in. So yeah. it's going to have the
0: exact, all of it's going to be on this channel but remote from different people. Like we're going to have Pastor Rick from Reno. We're going to have Pastor Carlos from Hanford. So all of these people are going to log into this channel and and uh, go live on this channel.
1: Then you'll finish it off on Sunday morning. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I'm really excited, guys. Uh, by tomorrow, we should have the flyer. I'm still trying to fill slots in of speakers and uh, of who we're going to have on there. But I'm super excited about it because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to me, it's going to be a moment of pouring. Amen. Of pouring. We're just em- pouring into empty vessels. Amen. So is that it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: All right, guys. God bless you. Have a great blessed day. Bye, guys. And uh pour pour your oil into empty vessels.
1: Amen. We love you, guys. All right. Bye. And miss you, guys, so much. But see you later.
0: Bye.